Well, as custom in the church on the last Sunday of Epiphany, we hear again the story of the Transfiguration. There's a couple of differences between the Gospel readings. In the Gospel of Luke, immediately when Jesus comes down from the mountain, he begins to heal people again. And when in Mark and Matthew's account, Jesus tells the, two, the three men, do not say anything to anyone about what has taken place up on the mountain. A few years ago, when I was looking at this passage to preach on, I read something that said, do not say that the transfiguration is about your own personal transformation, because that is not what this passage is about. Of course, I had preached on that very same topic, so you can imagine how, what an idiot I felt like. No more than usual, of course. But I've come to learn over time that, yes, it is about transformation. Our transformation, as well as the transformation that Jesus experienced up on the mountain. How could they not be transformed, we have to ask ourselves. How can we not be transformed by hearing this story? Many things transform us. Relationships, friendships, marriage, birth, death. We are not the same people that we were yesterday, and we will not be the same people that we are tomorrow. And that is sometimes very hard for us to understand. I was reading in the book by James, John Deere, D-E-A-R, uh, who is a peace activist, lives in California and has a retreat center about what exactly the transfiguration is. Yes, it is a transformation of us and Jesus, but it's also hopefully a transformation of our world. So how do we go about making sure that that transformation occurs? John Deere writes to think about how it is, it, how we have our relationship with Jesus, and to really immerse ourselves in the gospel stories, and to read a portion of them every day so that they become part of us, and we begin to think as Jesus did and act as Jesus does. He also said that we begin to think about what is our relationship like with Jesus. As Episcopalians, we know that we're not very good at that. That's for those other traditions. We keep our faith, as I like to say, behind the fan. It's a personal faith. But John Deere is saying, no, it is a public faith. Because a public faith, our private faith, is something that we keep to ourselves, where a public faith, of course, is something that we share with others. Finally, John Deere says that we are to act as if we are Jesus every day. And that how we become more like him is to think and act as he would have and as he still does in our world. Of course, we've all been immersed in the events of the week. There's not a conversation that doesn't 
go by where what is happening in Ukraine isn't brought up and how we are collectively repulsed by what is happening with Vladimir Putin and we are internally, I am anyway, cheering for the Ukrainian people that they will rise up against this evil that is swept over their borders and that the people of Ukraine will be able to go back and live a peaceful life. That is exactly what John Deere has been speaking about and writes about, that you cannot have peace if people are at war with one another. We know these things. And we also know that Vladimir Putin is a madman. I was thinking this morning about when I was growing up and how we feared the Russians and they feared us. And I was so happy when Nixon went to Russia because I hoped that peace would be on the horizon, that we wouldn't have to fear anymore a nuclear war. But this morning, I, I read on my phone between the services that Vladimir Putin has increased for his country, the nuclear threat. We are in frightening and perilous times, and it is easy to become discouraged, and it is easy to be frightened. But what is more difficult is to think about every, to love our enemies, to pray for those who persecute us, to worry and be concerned about refugees and the poor. There are no easy answers for this. The answer is that we could all learn to live together and not worry about the other person hurting us or that we would hurt the other person, that we would act more like Jesus. And I don't mean in a, a serpy, sweet way, but in a way that is firm in our beliefs and in who we are. When we're told to be more like Jesus, it doesn't mean that we just lay down and let people roll over us. That is the common misconception. We only have to remember that Jesus went through the temple and made a whip, that Jesus stood up to Herod and called him a fox, that we remember and are reminded that being a Christian is not an easy walk, that being a follower of Christ is by no means something that is for the faint of heart. We are called to be strong, but we are called also to be peacemakers. Both are equally needed in this world. I pray every morning, and I know so many people have come up to me and said the same thing. When they lay down at night, they worry about what they will wake up to. And when they wake up, the first thing they look at is either their phone or turn on the television. We can pray for peace. We can be an open door for those who are fleeing their country, their home, with suitcases. The children that are left with their fathers going off to war. 
we can be an open door for people and an open heart for all Christians, all people throughout the world. In these perilous times, let us not forget our own humanity and remember that we are called to be like Jesus, to be the other's friend and not their foe. Amen. Would you please stand and let us together affirm our faith by saying the words of the Nicene Creed. We believe in one God, the Father, the Almighty,
We continue to pray for the people in Ukraine. Lord Jesus Christ, you said to your apostles, peace I give to you, my own peace I leave with you. Regard not our sins, but the faith of your church, and give to us the peace and unity of that heavenly city, where with the Father and the Holy Spirit you live and reign, now and forever. Amen. Let us confess our sins against God and our neighbor. Most merciful God, we confess that we have sinned against you in thought, word, and deed by what we have done and by what we have left undone. We have not loved you with our whole heart we have not loved our neighbors as ourselves. We are truly sorry, and we humbly repent. For the sake of your Son, Jesus Christ, have mercy on us and forgive us, that we may delight in your will and walk in your ways. In the glory of your name, amen. Almighty God, have mercy on you, forgive you all your sins through our Lord Jesus Christ. Strengthen you in all goodness and by the power of the Holy Spirit, keep you in eternal life. Amen. Please stand. The peace of the Lord be always with you. Good morning, everybody. Please be seated. So please that you could join us either online or in person. And if you are looking for a church home, please know that you are in it. And we are so happy that you have joined us this morning. Just a few announcements. As been pointed out, it is will be Ash Wednesday on Tuesday, but we want to have a party before that. So please do come to the church uh, Tuesday between 6 and 7 for drinks and appetizers. Uh, you can sign up 
through the office or give the office a call and we'll add you to the list. Also on Ash Wednesday, there will be two services, one at noon that is spoken and one at seven that is sung. We hope that you will join us for those events. Also this year, we have handed out mic boxes to our young people. And for those of you who are not familiar with that, it is a, a take on the story of the widow's mite. And children throughout the 40 days of Lent will be collecting pennies. And they have a, a guide for how many pennies to add each day. So if you would like to have a mite box, you can certainly do so. There are some at the back. And um, we will be donating the proceeds to the soup kitchen. This afternoon, after the service, we'll be setting up for Lent. So if you would like to stay and help the Flower Guild, we would be more than happy to, to invite you. Are there any other announcements? Another note, uh, Rich's memorial service will be Saturday at 11 here in the church. So I know you will all want to come and give Marianne and Sam and um, Nick your support, so please do. And with that, ascribe to the Lord the honor to his name, bring offerings and come into his courts. <laughs> 